Is my dad a supervillain? Stick around and find out. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab. I'm Professor Theo. Welcome to the lab. We're broadcasting from the campus of Splendid University in lovely, wondrous, splendid West Virginia, where amazing stories abound. For the sake of anonymity, I have changed the names in this week's tale. Except for Super Duper Dude. I think you probably remember him. The one who told me this story, I shall refer to simply in first person. So sit back, lie back, rest your eyes, and enjoy. Is my dad a supervillain? He's a great dad. I mean, for real. Like one of those dads on a TV sitcom. He's fun. He cracks a lot of corny dad jokes. He takes good care of us. The thing is, I think my dad might be a supervillain. His laugh is one clue. He has that over-exaggerated, maniacal laugh. You know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> like that. Exhibit B. He has all kinds of suspicious-looking friends. I've overheard him yelling, barking orders at them. And then there's the dartboard. I caught him angrily hurling darts at a headshot of Super Duper Dude. That's not something regular non-supervillain dads do, is it? I decided to confront him. At first, he denied it. But I persisted. Isn't it true? I asked repeatedly, laying out my case. Okay, he relented. You're old enough to know the truth. Then he told me this story all about Super Duper Dude. Turns out the guy most around here consider a superhero isn't all that. In fact, Dad blames Super Duper Dude for something that happened to an old friend. Very good friend, apparently. Don, my best friend, was into some sketchy, perhaps illegal at times, business, Dad admitted. But his misdeeds did not warrant. Dad couldn't finish the sentence. He was emotional. Don deserved due process. Super duper dude wouldn't know anything about that. I don't know what happened to Don, but it must have been bad, huh? I was glad Dad opened up, but I had concerns, too. He started getting pretty serious-looking, and he was rambling about taking super duper dude out before the dude can ruin any more lives. He asked me if I wanted to help. I did not, but I was afraid of what Dad might do if he went on his own. So I joined him. 
I have a spare suit you can wear, Dad told me. This isn't really helping the villain image that I had in my head, Dad, I said, looking down at my skin-tight skull and crossbones decorated attire. We totally look like bad guys. You realize that. What? I like pirate stuff. Now, he did collect pirate memorabilia, so I moved on. Let's use code names, he suggested. My associates call me the Revenger. I'm not going to lie. He sounded really evil when he said it, too. You realize how bad that sounds, Dad? It does, he admitted. Now that I'm saying it to you out loud, and not my hench friends. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Can I just call you Dad? Yes, you may, son of Revenger. Nope, I insisted. Sorry, he responded. The sun had set. We snuck stealthily along shadowed sidewalks in a real bad part of town, on the hunt for something. This is it. This is what, I replied. He's here, super-duper dude, and this all ends tonight. My life's work. Dad, if you do the laugh, I'm leaving. You're right. Silence is best. Then it happened. Super-duper dude confronted us. I found myself in between our regional good guy superhero, who I was admittedly beginning to have some doubts about, and my dad, who may not be as perfect as I had always thought. You're going down this time, the Revenger, Super Duper Dude screamed. Not if you are defeated first, Super Duper Dude, my dad yelled back. Okay, you both need to stop. I've had about enough of this. I commanded, put on your inside voice, let's sit down and talk this out. I don't think anyone had ever talked to either one of them like that, but I didn't care. This was all getting kind of stupid. I could have been at home watching YouTube. They listened as I acted as moderator to get them both to calm down and talk through their issues. They'd been at each other's throats for so long, my dad and Super Duper Dude had both lost sight of a lot of things. Turns out when forced to converse, they actually have quite a bit in common. They both like Matlock, and hot dogs, and artwork by Thomas Kincaid. I don't think Super Duper Dude had anything to do with what happened to Dad's friend, either. I was there when it happened. I was after the one who did it. Super Duper Dude worked to convince my dad. And it seemed to be having an effect. But the more they talked it out, the more my dad bought into what Super Duper Dude was selling. Super Duper Dude was just in the wrong place at the wrong time. Turns out he and my dad both might be looking for the same guy. Whoever did whatever to my dad's shady friend. My concerns only slightly tempered, I pushed on. Asking Super Duper Dude if he had any kind of criminal justice background or unofficial deputyship from the local police department to justify his nighttime crime fighting. No. 
And Revenger, what would the police say about you taking the law into your own hands to get back at this dude? They would not like it, my dad relented. No, they would not. I thought they were both learning an important lesson, too, but then I asked, So, have you two learned anything here tonight? Yes, my dad said. Yes, Super Duper Dude agreed. And I guided them. And what did you learn? That you and I need to work together to find and punish the man who attacked my friend, my dad yelled enthusiastically. Yes, indeed, Super Duper Dude agreed. No, that's not the lesson at all. But it was too late. They were off. So now I'm conflicted. Do I sit them down again? Do I go to the police? Should I pretend the whole thing didn't happen? Or do I join them? You know what? They're both adults. They can figure it out. For now, I'm going home. I'm going to watch YouTube. But I have a feeling that this is only the beginning of a much longer tale involving not superheroes or supervillains, but the super bad judgment that exists somewhere in the gray area in between. I did like the feel of that costume, though, and the adrenaline rush of the hunt. And I'm all for justice. <laughs> Uh-oh. That's all for this week, listeners. We'll be back soon with more tales of nights and zombies and space rangers, and talented traveling theatrical troops. In the meantime, have a wild, wonderful, and weird week. Thanks for listening. Be good to each other. Build bridges. Be helpers. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab is written and read by Jonathan Joy. And Levi Joy. I'm Rissy Joy, the proud wife and mother of these two. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Spread the word. Tell a friend. If you don't, Professor Theo might turn you into a bat. Or a blob. Or a hot dog. Or a bug. If he could do that type of thing, I mean. Also, please consider supporting this project by making a small monthly pledge at ProfessorTheo.com. You can email our family at theprofessortheo at gmail.com or tweet at us at Theo underscore mystery. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week.